Mosley softball is one of the best teams in our viewing area, and head coach Todd Felch is a big part of that. But this year will be the first year that he is not the head coach after he stepped down last spring. Kelly Remondini will take over the program that has been incredibly successful over the past decade. They have 11 straight conference titles, not 10 as they'll correct me on that. They went to two state tournaments, won one of them in 2014, and now she's taking over in one of the weirdest years ever after having last year canceled due to COVID-19. There's a lot of changes, and I speak to the new head coach as well as senior Zoe Jaburik about how they plan on keeping Mosini on top of the Great Northern Conference. What's the transition been like after a year off of softball? Yeah, with the year off, um, it's definitely going to be an interesting season. Um, very thankful to have the 15 contact days that we were able to have this year that the WIAA allowed us to have between the winter sports season and the spring sports season. Otherwise, we'd really be going in um, pretty blind. So, I mean, this is going to be the first time that these girls are really ever going to have played together at this level. So I'm just very thankful to have a season. You know, coming off of last season, we had a few seniors that weren't even able to play and um, I know some of the underclassmen really, really looked up to them. So it's it's been just a very interesting time for everybody. Mm -hmm. How different is this team from 2019? Because I know having a year off, I'm sure there's it, it doesn't feel like 2019 was was the last season you had. Right. A lot of these girls, I mean, that are looking for varsity playing time this year, like they were freshmen and sophomores the last time that we saw them play. So it's it's it's. It's awesome to see them play and to see them step up to the to the challenge of going from playing JV last or JV2 to um, stepping up at the varsity level. Zoe, what's it been like preparing for the season? I know you guys haven't had a practice yet, but what have you guys been doing leading up to the season? Um, we've had the contact days. Yep. And so those have been beneficial. It's not just like we're – jumping in on the first day. So we have the contact days mm -hmm. and then also just everyone working outside of it to get prepared for the first day. Kelly, you were going to say something. Um, just the, really those contact days I think have been yeah. beneficial yeah. to me. Um, a lot of them have been indoors, which was kind of a bummer just with our goofy Wisconsin weather, but um, we kind of made the best of it. We got in the batting cage a lot, got a lot of swings That's in. Awesome. Um, we had the girls working out with uh, um, one of our trainers at school. So they got in a lot of um, time in the weight room as well. So conditioning and weight training. So hopefully we are we're ready for the season. That's good to hear. Um, talk to me. What, what is your experience with this program? I know you've been around for a few years now. So this will be so I was with um, under Coach Felch as an assistant coach for the last six years. Um, so this will be my seventh year in the district total. Um, previously to, to that, I was a JV coach at Everest for uh, seven years there as well. So. Mm -hmm. so you've seen firsthand the success that this program has had under Coach Felch before, right? Yes. yes. Talk to me about the impact he made on this program. Um, he is a legend around Mosinee in the softball world, and um, he has a way of building those relationships with not only the players, but with the families. Um, so many girls look up to them from even from the youth program all the way up through high school. So um, very big shoes to fill as the head coach. So, Zoe, what do you remember about coach Felch? Um, did you, did you play on varsity sophomore year? Yes, I did. Talk to me about that. Um, he's a very sarcastic guy. So <laughs> that's going to be, 
weird not having that there, but he always just preached to just have fun and just play and just not think about things. Mm -hmm. What was the impact that he made on the team? Because I know, I think you look at the numbers, it's, it was, it's, you guys have won 10 straight conference titles so far. Um, in, the, in that span, you went to two state tournaments, won one back um, earlier in the 2000s. Um, Kelly, I'll go to you first and then Zoe. What, do you, what was the impact that he really made on these teams that made them successful? I think Coach Felch had a way of putting pressure on the girls without yelling and without, um, without making them feel bad about themselves. Obviously, they, nobody wants to make an error. Nobody wants to strike out. But he had a way of telling the girls their, his expectations and the girls knew what they had to do to, uh, without him having to say much. So just that relationship that he had with them, I thought was, was pretty cool. So would you agree with that? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that just the laid back atmosphere we had, it was just chill and we knew what we had to do and he was just kind of there to push us a little bit, but it wasn't like he was on our backs about anything. Mm-hmm. Kelly, what were you able to learn from him? Really liked his laid back personality, really respected that. Um, obviously all coaches approach things differently. I mean, there, there were times that he would, he would get on the girls, but um, he would never embarrass them. And I think he always had that respect in mind. Um, he had four girls of his own. So I think that relationship that he was able to um, kind of transfer from his home life to um, coaching and to teaching um, just keeping in mind, like they're, they're, they're still kids in a way and uh, having fun is huge. Um, winning is right up there, but um, just wanting them to enjoy, um, enjoy their time. And hopefully it's a memorable experience in their life that they can look back to in 10, 20 years and say that they enjoyed it and had fun and built great relationships from it. With that being said, you mentioned it earlier. I mean, he's he's a legend around Mosinee and the softball community there. Do you feel the pressure of the shoes that that you're filling? Oh yes, for sure. Um, he built a very very successful program. Um, he was in, started to get involved even with the youth programs, and um, he had a in a way of, like we've mentioned a laid back personality. Um, he kind of had a hands-off approach during the summer and allowed the girls to kind of play with whatever travel teams they wanted to play with. Um, I like that idea too, just having the girls learn from different people, um, getting to explore playing with different teams, maybe played some different positions. So I like that aspect that he had as well. That being said, you know, you, you have those shoes to fill, but also what I've heard is you know, you don't necessarily have to fill the shoes. You can, you know, still continue that success while also paving your own way as, as a head coach. What is your philosophy now with this team? And does it differ from what he did at all? Um, coming off of COVID season, it's, <laughs> it's anybody's game. Um, this season, we have seven seniors. We have nine juniors, um, almost 40 girls in the program um, from freshmen through seniors. So it's really anybody's game um the girls are going to have to work hard to earn a position and to keep that position um i know coach felch he was looking to play the the best person for that position and we're going to try to continue that and 
and see where that leads us this season. Zoe, how do you feel um, it's gone so far? What, what's different uh, about practices from under her versus Coach Felch? Is it different at all? Um, it's pretty much the same. I mean, she's been with the program, so she's not like a brand new face yep. or anything. And it, the only thing that's different is the people there because I haven't played with like two grades. So all the new people are just, I don't know who they are. <laughs> has, that, has that been tough to, to learn their names? Yeah, just like learning their names and like who they are and what they and just like seeing who's all good and the like what the, what we can do this season. Mm-hmm. And if I'm if I'm doing my math right, you were a freshman when they went when you went to the state tournament, right? In 2018. Yes. The senior class is the last class that really remembers that was a part of that. How do you use that experience? Um, to help out the younger players who haven't played in a couple of years and haven't seen the varsity level as much? I think just like trying to get them to understand that experience and wanting them to go back there and hopefully continue on this legacy of Mosinee softball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, Mosinee softball, I said it earlier, I mean, 10 straight conference titles. Um, you guys have a history of winning, right? Yes. I think we've actually won 11, 11 conferences. It is 11. It is 11. I can, I'm sure you guys would, you guys would know that more than me. That adds another question. You, so you guys know exactly how many you've won. So you pride yourselves in, in being the top of the Great Northern. We work very hard. The girls have worked very, very hard to earn that. Um, and they've seen that that history and that reputation over the years. So every year they come in with that, that challenge. Um, can we make it again? So. So do you pride yourself in that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, just knowing that so many different years have gone into this and not wanting to be the year that potentially breaks it, it just makes us work even harder. Does that add pressure at all? I mean, a little bit, but then you just have to think that you just got to have fun and it's not the end of the world. How are you guys going about continuing the goal of making that state tournament right now? I think it's a lot of the same things that we have done past years. It's just our motto is just play like a kid, play like you're just having fun. You don't have to worry about things and all the wins and stuff will come. With the year off. What were you doing to scratch that softball itch a little bit? Were you playing in, in other leagues or, or what were you doing? During the summer, I did travel softball. So I kind of got my fulfillment of softball, but I've also just been like practicing all the time. Kelly, um, what did you communicate with the players or can you even communicate with the players during that time in the last couple of years? How have you talked to them since you've taken the job last May? Um, so we've had um, the last few years, we've had a summer league softball where we play on a doubleheader um, on Wednesday nights for, I think it's normally five or six weeks. Last summer, they did cancel that, but we did get in, I think it was maybe three Wednesday nights that we got in our doubleheaders. Um, so we at least got to have some girls together. Um, it was really anybody that was available that could play. Um, so it wasn't necessarily um, the top varsity level, but it wasn't also the JV. Um, so we at least got a few games in there, got to see a couple innings in. Um, other than the contact days, I know a lot of girls have gotten to play um, last summer. They 
like I mentioned, that they played in different travel teams. Um, so they did get a little bit that way. There's also a few girls that have been working with um, at different uh, local training places um, and working with different hitting coaches or pitting, pitching coaches. So I know a lot of the girls are putting in their time outside of this season. So we're excited. Uh-huh. And that being said, Zoe mentioned it earlier that there's a lot of girls on this team that hadn't even, you know, they weren't even in high school the last time there was a season. What is that challenge um, to you to have this, this new batch of girls who haven't really touched um, not even JV or varsity? Yeah, normally, I mean, it's the freshmen that are the newbies, but it's actually the freshmen and the sophomores. So um, that's over 20 girls this year that I really haven't seen play. So um, it's trying to keep an open mind and trying to, uh, find the best players for those positions. Um, how has that gone so far? How have you, cause, cause also I know team chemistry is a big thing. And has that been a challenge as well? Because half the team doesn't even know each other. It, it can be a challenge, um, with the contact days. I mean, we, we offered them, um, mm-hmm. but obviously they were not required and there was no trials that were able to take place at those times. And with the, there's a lot of different things with school going on this spring. There's, we have a musical that's coming up. Um, the students are preparing for the ACT test. So there was a few different challenges that and scheduling that the girls had to try to work around. So I think most of them tried to make as many, as many practices as they could. So um, a lot of the contact days, I mean, they were kind of um, on their own as far as getting in the number of swings or fielding or trying to get creative with our inside gym space. Zoe, do you feel like you're a leader on this team? Yeah, I think I have the most experience out of because I've been here the longest and some people are just new. They haven't even played high school softball yet. So I want to show them the ropes and show them everything that like high school softball has. How are you doing that? Um, just showing them how to do like showing them the warm ups and just kind of how we do things around here because they are used to different things. So just getting them all on the same page so we can flow smoothly. Mm-hmm. I know usually that junior year, I mean, I guess it depends on the person, but typically that junior year is that part where you start to realize you're, you have more of a leadership role because you know, you've been there for three years. With last year being canceled, does it feel weird to just suddenly jump into being the, like, the most experienced player on this team? Yeah, I feel like the last time I was here, I was the little person on the team. I was looking up to everyone, and now I'm the oldest one there. I'm the biggest one there, and yeah, it's definitely weird. Mm-hmm. How excited are you two for the start of games finally um, after a long layoff? Very excited, especially not just it being like the first practice or first game, but first practicing game in like two years. Uh-huh. Kelly? Yeah, just very excited. So thankful to have a season. Um, it's been a little bit interesting not being able to play till or start our season till middle of April. Normally we start middle of March. Um, hopefully with being able to start middle of April, we'll, we'll be able to get rolling with our games um, after those seven practices that we put in starting tomorrow. So um, hopefully we won't run into many weather issues that we maybe would normally. So if there's one positive, maybe we hoping we don't have many weather cancellations this year. <laughs> I will say, um, you know, if, if there's a year that you want to start earlier, it might have been this year because the weather has been beautiful. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's got to be exciting. Does the ramp up to the season feel a lot weirder and more different than previous years? 
I think it, it, I, it definitely feels different. Um, it, it feels like forever ago that we actually were on the field and playing an actual game. Um, I mean, not having the season last year is just crazy and who would have thought, but, um, we're just going to try to make the best of it. Normally we have two or three weeks of practices and now we're going to have our seven and we're going. So, um, playing most weeks, we have three to four games scheduled. So, we have to be ready. <laughs> it's a weird build-up to the season. They have a week of preparation before their first game next week. Thanks to both of them for talking with me. That's all for this episode. Make sure to tune in tomorrow where we'll have Matt Toombs, who's a wheelchair curling athlete, who is the skip of the Team USA wheelchair curling team, and he just won gold at a tournament to qualify for the World Championships. We'll have that full interview tomorrow here on the Highlight Zone podcast. Until then... Take care.